0: Welcome to the 145 World Podcast, where we are here to strengthen music careers and communities one song at a time. And now, here's your host, Jacob Wing. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and today I am lucky enough to sit down with Mr. Riley James. He is an artist out of Missoula, Montana, and he has recently been putting out some great music, and he was kind enough to reach out to us. And you want to sit down and have a conversation, so we really lucked out on this one. So, thank you so much for showing up and doing an interview with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so, we're gonna get right into it. You have kind of recently been on the scene about 2002 is about when you started putting out music. Does that sound about right?
1: Um, yeah, like 20 gosh, when did I start releasing stuff? Me, a lot of stuff this year, I soft releases, right? And then 2021, 20, I'm like third. Party websites like Audius and all the of all course. the Web three um, things, and then more, I guess, mainstream
0: quote unquote releases, <laughs> right? The big distributors, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> well, that, that's just recent here. So obviously, I assume with how much talent you're showing and how much you know, your music ability is is really high up there. You must have been doing this for a while. So where did you get your musical start?
1: Yeah. Um, so I got I got my musical start in my childhood. I think the first stuff that I composed was on piano when I was like eight years old, just writing um, sonatas That's and things start, like that, yeah. and experimenting with with chord structures. And so, I always remember like the first song song that I wrote. I think I was fourteen. I just I've been playing acoustic guitar for a number of years. Right. Um, and showed my grandma. I was like, Grandma, come check out this really cool <laughs> song I wrote. Tell me what you think. And she's like, wow, Riley, that's a great song. You should let someone else sing it. Um, Which I I love telling that story, because to me that was the moment where I was like, oh, really, Grandma? Well, check it out. I'm going to sing my music. um, And now I'm going to work really hard at becoming a better singer. So I've been been writing music for a while. um, And it's really these past couple years that I feel like things have, I guess, kind of unlocked, or at least all of the years have kind of started to to mesh together where I feel... um, a little more comfortable telling people what I'm doing. Makes sense.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, get that early start. You finally start writing songs about 14, moving on. What would you say some of your early influences were? Mm, Yeah, early influences, the Beatles.
1: Right. I mean, Stand, standard, right? Of course. Did, um, they're the best for the reason. <laughs> the Doors, Led Zeppelin, um Bit of a heavy Pink Floyd. Nice. You know, all, all of the good kind of psychedelic rock. Um of like that guitar era. rock, right? Yeah. So, but like when I was a kid, I listened to a lot of Motown. So like oh, The cool. Temptation, right. Michael Jackson, um, stuff like that. Yammy Bolo is another a big influence that's kind of going into the more deep reggae um, (laughs) roots so kind of I've always pulled from a lot of different sources Um, music's kind of this thing that for me breaks down barriers and I find that I'm more inspired by a lot of things rather than just like a a niche right right right
0: (laughs) you can really tell especially with your last three releases they are definitely you can feel different things from different parts it's definitely riley but you can feel the different parts Mm -hmm. a very huge tapestry of different sound influences so (laughs) that's cool to know so you write your first song how long did it take you before you did your first performance
1: yeah so um my first time well my first first time being on a stage was i want to say like Gosh, I was 16, and it was at the Strawberry Festival in Billings, and I used to busk a lot as a teenager. Nice, I'm um, nice. a younger adult, and I brought an acoustic guitar to the Strawberry Festival. This woman walked up to me. She's like, hey, we had someone canceled. Do you want to get on stage? I see you have a guitar. And me and my teenage brain, I'm like, I got this. I'm going <laughs> to rock the house. I've been waiting for this moment. It's my big break. Um, and so I get up on stage, and I played a song by the Beatles, did an original, did our song, looked around the crowd, realized I'm wildly unprepared. This is much harder than I expected it to be. Um, in that moment, had a, a huge dawning of appreciation for people who are actually up on stage, and then went on to improvise a song about a dude in the front row for probably like five to ten minutes, did that, and then walked off stage. <laughs> I'm That's like, impressive. I'm done. That's what Great. I got. So that was my first experience, um, which I'm grateful for, because I... I think it's important as an artist to kind of have that moment where it's Gives like... Gives
0: you a, a real perspective.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, maybe I can't just get up here and do this. I need to be prepared. <laughs> uh, and so, like, first, like, actual, actual time on stage was at Bones Brewing, I want to say in 2018 or 2019, um, performing with my my buddy Idiosyncrasy, who's also a really talented hip-hop artist and putting stuff out. And mm-hmm. that was a really fun show, really good crowd, great reactions. And then... After that was at Downtown Tonight in 2020, and nice. since then I would consider that kind of like You've been the big coming out party. Okay, yeah. right.
0: Okay. So, what were there any hiccups? What was your biggest challenge when it came to getting out of stage? Did you have the nerves in like that?
1: Always, I still Always. have the nerves. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't. I don't think there's ever going to be a moment where I'm not nervous about getting on stage a lot of
0: people a lot of people like don't they don't understand that it's a thing that never goes away it's just something that you come up to and you just climb that hill when it's there yeah it's it's great for other people to hear that so thank you for sharing and just being honest it's so great
1: oh it's the best right
0: so um from there you've got your your first performance going on uh and you do some engineering correct Mm -hmm. when did that start um so yeah, I I started seriously
1: engineering wanna say gosh, was it a year ago, two two years ago, maybe? March March of last year, I had the opportunity to intern at the vault recording studio. Right. Um, which really opened up my eyes not only to like production and sonically, which I guess would be opening up my ears, right? <laughs> it opened up my ears. I um, say way, I loved it. But I, I fell in love with it. The the aspect of taking a sound and kind of taking it to the next level right like what you hear on the radio or what you hear as a finished product like that's not how it sounds going in and for me as an artist it's like i want to figure out how to make it better, right? I want to figure out how to get what's in my head out there. And for me, the path to doing that was engineering and, mm. and working with other artists and falling in love with gear and compressors and EQ and like, what is all this magic scientific stuff um, that in the long run has benefited my music? Because right. I'm a huge advocate for kind of the DIY approach. I mean, mm-hmm. it takes a team, but in today's era where it is so easy to to get some equipment and record at home... Learning how to audio engineer made me a better producer. It made me a better songwriter. It made me have a a more in-depth understanding of song structure and dynamics, and why this part needs to be loud, and you know why this needs to be soft. And
0: right, yeah. Well, there. I mean, this is one I definitely wanted to ask you for sure, and this kind of leads perfectly into it. Uh, As an engineer that has been doing work, you've done the internship, you've Mm -hmm. been writing your own songs, you've been performing. So you're wearing a ton of hats, and that's that's the modern age, wearing a yeah. ton of hats. So what has been the hardest part for you, juggling all those? Has there been any drawbacks to that at all? Yeah, it's getting my social media hat on. Oh, I God, think it's right. the hardest oh, one as an artist,
1: yeah. right? Um, is you know, I can write it, I can record it, I can obsess for hours mm-hmm. in, a, in my room with headphones on or speakers and be like, oh, I gotta tweet this part. And then it's coming to the next step, which is like, okay, now I need to promote it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can admit is a, is an area I'm still not as versed in, um, and so that's always kind of a bit of a challenge, right? Like, how do I present this thing that's really important to me in a way that is going to build as much excitement as I feel about it for other people, right? And then do that consistently enough to where people actually see it, right? Yeah, With and uh...
0: continue to come back to it, and what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a oh, such a roller coaster. <laughs> oh, so going on playing shows. Have you had to book your own shows and what has that process been like if you had?
1: Yeah, it's kind of been like half and half. I've been really fortunate um, in that people have reached out to me just from being involved in the community. I think as a musician, that's one of the biggest things I would tell any new artist or anyone is like, go to shows, meet the people that are doing it, um, get involved in your community. Ultimately, like that's the people are going to hit you up and be like, hey, do you want to get on this bill? You know, and through that, you'll not only make great friends and have the opportunity to like write music with people, but you also kind of get an idea of how it works from people who are already doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you know, sometimes it's just as simple as being like, Hey, you guys got a stage and I noticed bands <laughs> play here. Do you have like an opening?
0: That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Just reach out. And sometimes it's really tough and scary to do that. But yeah, yeah that's great advice. So you've kind of, like you said, we got the mini hats thing going. You're a part of everything. After doing all this, what's your process like now when it comes to like writing and recording and releasing?
1: Yeah. So I have a lot of unreleased stuff, which at the time of recording, that was one of the benefits of working at a recording studio. right? I was having access to equipment um, and recording. And so I I realized with that is, it was a huge blessing going through it, right? I'm like, I gotta get these songs out. Oh no, what do I do? Um, And then I realized like, oh, I have all this stuff where I can actually just line up the releases, right? And kind of step back. And so now my process is... I'm always writing music, right? Like, that's that's not going to stop. Um, I'm always having this voice in my ear that's like, well, the stuff that... I've written now is way better than the stuff I recorded a year ago, I should just release that." And the reality is like, it's gonna be new to whoever hears it, ultimately. It may not be new to me, but it'll be new to everyone else. Mm -hmm. And so, right now I'm in this deep period of writing and and mixing and working on my next project while knowing like, hey, this is a good opportunity with the new year to line up releases. I think being prepared is really important Mm -hmm. for us as artists, especially if you're an artist like me, where it's like, yeah, I can pump them out. but you want me to write a post about and like, you know, like, what is that? Um, which it's still an opportunity for creation. That's the beautiful thing about exactly, social media. Right. Yeah. And so my process now kind of looks like, okay, while I'm working on newer materials, going through my back catalog, finding the songs that I do want to release the singles, striving to line them up and keep myself working in like a three to four month advance period. Gotcha. So that during that time, I can simply just focus on the project I'm working on and not have to worry so much about like, oh, I've got to line up this thing for distribution and, <laughs> and do this post and... I admit I can be better at it. Um, I think we all can say that. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) part of the journey. But that's some true
0: wisdom there. Getting ahead of thing, having, like you said, getting that buffer period built in, that's so smart. Uh, thank you for sharing that. That's fantastic. Hi there, and welcome to the ad break. We're just going to take a moment to let everybody know about our community of growing members. And if you'd like to be a part of that, just look at the info below and there will be a click there for an email sign up. To join in and get your voice heard. As well as you're enjoying this content, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the numbers one, four, five, world There you can join any of our groups and you can add to the discussion of what topics we will choose that will help you and hopefully future members of our groups as well as join monthly Q&As and other such benefits. Again, that's patreon.com slash the numbers 145 rural and we look forward to seeing you there. Now, back to that regularly scheduled episode and enjoy that content. Thanks again. So, again... You working in the studio, you doing the internship, having that access at the time. If you were talking to either your younger self or a new artist that just hadn't been in the studio yet, what would you share with them that they should be or should do, or how would they get prepared for the studio?
1: Um, have know what you want to work on beforehand. Sit down with your song, write out. Well, obviously you write out the lyrics, right? But really, really dive into how do I want this song to feel? Do I want dub tracks? Do I want harmonies? How many different harmonies do I want in it? Where do I want the harmonies to come in at? Um, what does the chorus look like? Do I want a, a beat change? Do I want to cut out the drums here? Like, really have a completely tailored product from your head so that right. when you go in there, you're constantly working. Um, I know for me, like the first time I went to the studio, it's like, yeah, I've got like 20 songs written, I got this EP and I came in with my crystals and my nice vest on, and I was like, let's create, you know, because um, it's the studio, right? It's, right? it's part of the vision, the dream. You, you see these uh, rockumentaries and all these cool things about these big bands that are, like, just chilling in the studio for months on end, hanging out. The reality of that is they have a record deal. The record company is paying for the studio time they can afford mm-hmm. to kind of just, like, lounge about in the studio and drink Cokes for two hours and talk to each other waiting for that inspiration, um, um, reality for new artists is studio time is expensive. Right. And so to be as prepared as possible is is your best game plan so that you can show up and, and begin working. And also, like, being open to feedback is important. You know, we all have this vision that we we have as artists on how we wanna, want it to sound. Mm-hmm. And then you have the engineer who will also hear stuff and also, you know, want to add in uh, a certain element to it. And so it's working with your team in that regard and being open to what the art wants itself to be. I'm a huge advocate of saying, like, we have... We have an idea of what we want our music to sound like. Ultimately the song will decide for itself. That's so I've it always thought life like.
0: reflected music in that way where it's like you have a plan in life, but you know it's everybody's just gonna laugh at you because that never happens. Music, exact same <laughs> thing. It's like you might have a plan for the song, but that's not where it's gonna wind up. Just let it happen, let it go. Yeah. Just just flow with it, as as you would say. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. So although it might be a kind of relatively young career for you getting started. You're already kind of making a good splash what have been some of your wins so far uh just playing consistent
1: gigs this summer i did like 11 or 12 gigs um which was which was major for me i was constantly going throughout the summer and that was uh that was a huge win that was kind of a really solid moment for my heart where i was like Oh, I'm doing the dang thing. Like this feels great. I'm I'm showing up, people are showing up to the shows, I'm putting out music. Right. Um I'm getting engagement on the posts, you know, I'm getting listens on Spotify like it's just really heartwarming to be like I put all this effort into something and then to kind of see the rewards come back and then also keep my mind like wow, I'm just starting out doing this. So what does like a year look like? What does 2 years look like with continued effort? Um because I know Again, going back to, like, early artist vision, right, teenager, I'm going to be a rock star and I'm (laughs) going to write the song that will change the world and everyone's going to go crazy and Mm -hmm. the record companies are going to call me a week later and be like, we want you, you got that thing, kid. Mm -hmm. Um, The reality is, like, a lot of musicians, you put in a lot of time and effort over the course of years doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, that's always a really comforting thought because it's like... If I just continue doing this and, and continue building up these small wins, who knows what the future brings? But it takes time, so that's for me. Even getting contacted from another band, like "Hey, we want we want you to play this gig with me," huge win. If one person listens to my song and like message me it's like that was a cool song, I'm like, cool. I did my thing, right? Yep, yep, I, you're yep. listening to my music. That's. The goal. If one person listens to my song, right, I'm happy.
0: <laughs> so you've gotten very good at, at finding those wins and making them wins, and, you know, acknowledging those small moments, but also you know, realizing the context of the entire thing. And I think that mindset you're speaking of, of you know, understanding that this is a long term thing. It's never a short time. I'm a star. It's a, you know, this is a process. Mm-hmm. There's kind of a pressure relief in that almost, where it's just like, oh, I can relax and just, yeah.
1: you know, it's not
0: not not get too relaxed but enough that it's not you know anxiety ridden kind yeah. of thing that's yes yeah, so a lot there um so you've got that and like i said if you get a chance please go listen to the music it's fantastic we'll have links of course down below <laughs> but what are you uh working on moving forward what are some projects you're going to be doing i know you said you're going to be working on an album right now anything else you're working on
1: yeah so i'm working on an album and i'm also writing a movie to go along with the oh, album that's all
0: okay man. okay I'm
1: sitting, I'm like, what do I want to do next? And um, maybe it's just me where I'm like, I'm going to do a whole bunch. I was like, yeah, I'm trending kind of towards more of my soulful aspect as a songwriter. Um, And with that just came this vision of like, oh, I could actually write this film that equally tells a story and the music can kind of drive the film right, right and the film right. can drive the music and then i can release them both i'm like wow that would be a really fun project and i was like i'm gonna dedicate some time and it's winter you know that's the great thing about no, montana okay. the winter. best part about you
0: anything like that <laughs> in Northwest, northwestward or anywhere in the northwest you just you have to hibernate almost yeah. you've got two choices it's like you just die off until late spring or you find a way to you know build yourself up to come out in that spring and just Really take it on. Yeah. And I can't think of a better project for it.
1: Yeah, I was like, this will be I will have something to do. Um, And with that also was like, cool, now I need to get my home studio finished. And right. so it was kind of these it's the little ways that I can trick myself artistically to applying just the right amount of pressure to continue pushing my art forward. Right. Um, You know, I like hanging out with my cats and watching anime. It's super fun. Am I doing anything artistic <laughs> while I'm doing that? Possibly. Recharging your um, soul,
0: I'll tell
1: you that. Yeah. But... I always wanna try and, and push the boundaries of my art. I always wanna try and push myself to the next level. You know, I don't I don't wanna put out a song that's like, oh, that sounds exactly like this song. Granted, I'm I'm writing my music, chances are some little ho uh, similar key structures, whatever, I can live with that. But I wanna continually be growing, right? That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. I just gonna sneak into the part of that where you just said you like, you just mentioned like you went from your internship. And then you're just building up your home studio Mm -hmm. right now, which is a ton of our audience is all in that exact same situation. What have you found as struggles as building your home studio? Yeah, that's the thing. Um,
1: One struggle was the room, right? Mm -hmm. I I would genuinely say that if you want to have a good recording, create a good room. That's, That's what's being captured in the mic. Um and so that was a fun lesson to learn. You know, I'm I'm listening to these recordings, I'm like, oh, it doesn't have like quite the same zhuzh as mm-hmm. when I was in the studio. I'm like, oh, maybe it's my untreated room. So treated my room and recording sound better. I'm like, oh cool. And then kicks in the obsession of like, well now like what yeah. other little <laughs> trick the can I Great Rabbit yes, yes. You know, um so that that's been an interesting opportunity i would say is going from a really professional recording environment where it is sound treated where there is really good equipment you know where i'm working with an engineer who went to school who has all the knowledge Mm -hmm. to then like stepping away and trying to do it on my own and still find that balance and still find that sound quality has been really fun and also like really relaxing because it's it's in a weird way. It's taken off that need for perfectionism gotcha. that I have because right. I was like, I want this to sound as good as possible. Um, you know, I'm I'm constantly saying to myself, I won't be satisfied as an engineer unless I can mix and record something that sounds like it's coming out like East West Studios or right. Capitol Records or Columbia or something <laughs> like that. Um, which may be a big cookie to chew, whatever. That's my obsession. That's my goal. And so. Knowing that I'm doing this in my room is like, okay, well, it's not gonna sound like Studio A at East West Studios. Mm-hmm. I'm not Bill Putnam. I right. didn't build you know what I mean? Like yep, I'm yep. not I'm not sitting here with Sinatra and thousands of dollars to to build an awesome room. But what I can do is better understand the fundamentals and apply them. Yep, yep. And then go on from here. And oh. so that's been really, really exciting for me as a an independent artist, is like it's only up from here and the only thing limiting me from doing that is my knowledge, and so I have the opportunity to learn how to build a good room, to what learn how great a great mindset.
0: Yes, yes, fantastic advice. So, we've dug deep into to what makes you you, uh, Mister Riley, Mister Riley, <laughs> and we've got to experience. What you could be doing going forward, I just want to see if there's any advice you would share with uh, any new and upcoming artists that, you know, from your experience, what would you tell somebody coming new into the music world?
1: Yeah. Um, always hold on to why you do this i think is important um you know we we all started writing music and and expressing ourselves because we have something in us that that needs to get out um you know i i feel very fortunate and blessed that my my craft and my obsession and this really cool thing that i get to do is music Mm -hmm. you know i and it's I enjoy that because it's not easy. It's complicated. Guitars are weird. Like, have you seen the neck of a guitar? Like, looking at that as a kid, I'm like, I don't know what any of this is, but people look so cool playing it. <laughs> yep, you, yep. I don't care who are even just holding a t- guitar. If you just stand on stage with a guitar, you automatically look yep, cool. That is so uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to play it. Just stand there and hold it. It's the fact of being human. Yep. You just look cool. And so it's like, it's this never ending puzzle that I'm always unraveling is music, right? How do I write better music? How do I learn better guitar? Tar scales You know How do I get Sweet picking down And so it's this Like infinite thing That I'm striving for That every time I learn something new I get to get a deeper Part of my soul And heart out And so with that Is like Just don't give up Like there's so many Moments where you know You'll sit there And and I've been there And it's like Man is my music good That actually Doesn't really matter Do I enjoy Playing my music That's all that Really matters um, You know people Like I like that song Cool Big win but the biggest thing is like you gotta put your love into it you have to enjoy it one of the the coolest things i ever heard and it was after the strawberry
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh festival incident because i i ran into like the one of the dudes who played on stage and was talking with him he had a guitar i had a guitar boom instant friends right, right musicians right, yes. and he was like my dad told me something that's really important he says if you aren't on stage enjoying it People can tell. And if you're not enjoying it, why would anyone else enjoy it? And Mm -hmm. so I always try and carry that into my work is like, am I enjoying this? When I'm having a good time? Yeah, I'm hitting better solos. When I'm out of my mind, not think about like, oh, here I am, technical, major pentatonic or or Dorian or whatever. It's like when I can be in that flow and and the love and appreciation for my craft, like naturally my art's going to be better. And so if I was to tell anyone who's just starting out, any advice of any type would be like. Remember why you're doing this thing. Always carry that with you. Be open for the unexpected and the journey because mm-hmm. it is a journey. It's an adventure. You're, you're diving into this beautiful craft that like scientists, you know, Leonardo da Vinci and all these beautiful people have like dedicated their lives to. Um, and just have fun, right? Just don't give up. Have fun. It's going to take time. It's the only thing that's you're really competing against is
0: yourself. Oh that's my God. such good insight. Thank you so much. I mean, you should be very thankful for that. That is fantastic. (laughs) Um, So that's really all we have to talk about. I just want to make sure that everybody go check out his socials. They're all below. Go look into what he's doing. Obviously, he's always got something going on. Go listen to the music. That's all below. And uh, really, thank you so much for taking the time to be on camera with us and do this interview. So (laughs) go take a listen to that. See what he's up to. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Later. (laughs)